people in the street have incredible stories. This is Electric People Podcast. Welcome to Street Stories. Hey, everybody. Today I'm here with Matt Gava Correa. Three names. Three names, right? Yes. <laughs> Do you always go by three names? Uh, No. Why do you just go by? Uh, Matt Gava. Matt Gava. All right. So we're here with Matt Gava. He's in Boston Central. We're at a joint well, actually, a, a region conference today with the Victory Region. And Matt got a surprise today. He's hit all-star or higher a couple quarters in a row. He's knocked with, I think, like 50%, 60% of the team over the last couple quarters. He's hit foundry multiple quarters. And uh, today was a special day. What happened, Matt? Uh, got promoted, man. Yeah. <laughs> promoted to DM, right? Yes, yes, man. Yes. Uh, super exciting. Nervous as well, too. It was not something I was, you know, expecting. I always knew that the path is there, but it was never the focus. My focus was always, you know, got to be the numbers that I put up last quarter. And was was getting promoted one of your goals? Was that something that you were kind of gunning for or shooting for? Adam, be honest with you, no. My goal was always to, you know, produce the numbers, take care of myself, because I knew if I, you know, take care of myself, the guys around me, which, you know, Andre, Dorio, Joe, um, they would come up with me as well, too. And then, you know, eventually, as you guys say all the time, you know, sales rep, they don't they don't hire. So my goal is just to build, 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 and then eventually it would happen. That's so awesome, man. So walk us through real quick what you've done over the last couple quarters to get to this point. Q1, that's when I started. Um, you know, I saw the commission. I thought it was going to be... So you started with us a year ago, a little over a year ago. Yeah, I started a year ago. Um, you know, I saw the commissions. I thought that, hey, this is like a piece of cake. I had $40,000 that I took away from my 401k. I put it all into the market because I thought I was going to make so much money. Okay. And then solar thing hits, you know, get cancels, cancels, cancels. The stock market tanked. And I'm like, holy cow, man, like, what's going on? Q2 happened. How much of that did you have in crypto? Zero. Zero in crypto. Okay. Yeah. So you you went all in on the market. I, Mark I actually had TCL, the cruise that we went in. The car okay. that that's where I lost all the money, man. That's <laughs> the cruise ship from the combine. Yeah. So when when I saw that was TCL, I'm like, all right guys, I'm thank God. At least we're we're using the company. They're not gonna go out of business. <laughs> that's so that's so how much did you put into TCL? Twenty. Twenty K and gone. Pretty much. Because you were like, we're coming out of COVID, cruise ship's going to boom again. Like it's- I was actually, Yeah, I was buying the stocks at $42 and went all the way down to $8. Oh, no. And I stopped buying at $30. So, you know, do the math. It was quite a bit of money lost in there. <laughs> all right. So you come full circle. You go on a combine cruise with this company that had lost you all your money. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. So you start in Q1. You start, did you start out hot or was it a slow start? Slow start. Super slow start. Nothing was going my way, man. You know, it's funny because I went from like my circle of friends being the most unlucky guy to now Matt's the lucky guy. Mm. So Q2 came around. Uh, I had a man. How many did you do in your combine? Uh, 15. 15. Okay, so that's a pretty good. Co- that's a pretty good combine. But uh, were you having a lot of cancels? Like, why do you say it was a slow start? Because VCs and cap like Brandon says, there are stories. Mm. Installs are the results. I did not have installs. I think I had probably one installs, which was my house. Which I was super embarrassed coming to the meeting, know that the only stall that I had was my property. So I, I didn't even like talking about that. Uh, Q2 came, um, you know, in the car business, I did very well. So, like, I'm very known in the car business. I started getting a lot of calls from my past GMs. Hey, man, like, come back selling cars. This is what you should be doing. 
And I made a commitment to myself, man. Hey, listen, I'm okay taking a loss, but I'm going to take a loss as a man, not as a kid. So I'm going to go all in. I literally grabbed a piece of paper. I wrote a date and I'm like, yo, if I don't make by this date, I'm out. And then I became a ghost. I didn't talk to nobody. And I just like shut everything off. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to commit to this thing. And then, nope, everything went forward. Wow. So you were just like, I'm locking in. I texted Fernando, my best friend. I, I sent him a message. Hey, man, I'm going to hit 40 installs by the end of the year. Because if I break down this math, it's super doable. I don't know what it was, man. Law of Attraction, God. I went a bad thinking, hey, I'm going to knock in Webster. Mm. I go to Webster. I shadowed Kyle. So nothing special about the guy, but just his attitude. Yeah. It's what I learned from him. I used to park my car outside the driveway. So I was already going to the door defeated. So I started changing my approach. I changed my mindset. And then everything took off. Wow. That's so cool. So, all right. So Q2, you start building some momentum. Yeah, Q2, that's when I started getting a ton of VCs. And, you know, I used to knock until 8 o'clock. And then I used to go walk with my friend Joe. And I would tell him, man, I don't know what's happening, bro. I'm getting all these VCs, but I'm not seeing the money, man. The money's left in my face, gets into the pocket, but doesn't hit the bank account. Mm -hmm. And he's like, bro, you're hitting, like, top 10 every week. It's going to work. I'm like, bro, I don't care about top 10. I don't care about none of that. I just want to make sure that I can get paid. So uh, then the, it's all starting to get in. And then I'm like, man it's 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 game on so i just got to continue 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 and you know i always have a chip over my shoulder what was the turning point what was the what was that light bulb moment that you had that really changed your intensity toward the job i remember when i asked gabe all bro what really changed for you he's like matt when i started getting the installs every single week and when i got five installs i'm like i gotta make sure i can keep getting installs all the time so at that point, that's when I'm like, man, I got to make sure that if I'm VCing a customer, it's not a VC. I'm in there to get the install. So if I'm inside the property, I'm not selling a site survey. I'm making sure that they're qualifying for solar. So I, I changed my approach on that. And instead of just trying to soft sell that first visit, you were trying to sell the whole thing visit one. Yeah, there's like, no, nah, I'm not going back on a cap to, you know, see if they would be qualified. I'm going to cap because we're submitting your application forward. So I changed my approach on that. So I start, you know, selling at the VC. What was the amount of time you were in a home when you were kind of soft selling the, the survey versus selling the, the account well? Did it change the amount of time you were in the home or did it just change your language you were using with the customers? The language I was using with the customer. Okay. My, so how so? How I was, you know, approaching my tonality with the customer, my certainty, my believability, that was like the main thing. Like literally believing that I'm helping you out and you have no other option other than do this. And I always put the customers first. Don Gomez, man, is like the quote. I saw his training, putting the customers first, and I always have the mentality, hey, man, I'm not going to look at these commissions. I'm going to make sure that I'll take care of the customer. And then I know that if I hit enough singles, I'm going to get the home runs. Got it. All right. So when you first started, you had a lot of cancels. The cancels were getting across the finish line. What was your mentality when cancels would happen then versus now? Back then, I would get attached to the accounts, a lot emotional to the accounts because you're like, you know, man, I got to make this money or else, like, you know, where I'm going to pull money to pay off my mortgage. Now, if it's a cancel, man, I look at it as a game. It's just part of the game. But um, I don't just not care about the canceling. 
I go back and I say, why did that guy cancel? Right. What could I have done differently? Because at the end of the day, I don't want to be blaming anybody else but me. Right. So um, I literally, every VC that I do, I go on notes and I write all the name of the customers and I either put them a cap, an install, or a clown face. If I'm getting a lot of clowns, and like, what can I do differently on my presentation? Why was this guy canceling? And, you know, just try and find that reason. Yeah, you're the clown. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what could I have done differently? You're the one that's like, I got to figure out what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. What could I have done differently? I always ask myself, what could I have done differently? And I always ask you, what would Brandon do in my, in my spot? Not comparing myself to him. It's because I know he's way smarter than I am. He's like, where I want to go. And I always ask myself, like, what have we done differently here? Yeah. And then, you know, once you ask yourself questions, usually the answers will come to you. So when Matt got promoted today, Felipe Barros and Tiago, they were they're his directors and DMs. They uh, were recognizing the top performers from Q1, and they showed a video of two different people uh, kind of talking about what Matt meant to them in their life. Uh, can you, I guess, just explain who those two people were and then just what were your emotions as you were kind of watching that? Because at that point, you didn't know you were getting promoted yet. You just thought it was kind of a tribute to like a great, like a great quarter, right? Yeah. And then um, and then after they finished, then they announced that they were promoting him and he was going to join the, the leadership team. So walk us through who that was and the emotions you had kind of watching that. First one was my mom. Like, mm. I, I love my mom and dad. Like, they're like my rock. And... Where are you from originally? I'm from Brazil. Okay, what part? It's called Vitória Espírito Santo. Okay. So, you know, my mom, she's like the hardest worker I know in my life. And she literally does, you know, everything for me. So, uh, I mean, I just seen her saying those words to me. I honestly, I, I was almost crying over there. I was holding myself not to cry. Yeah. And then the second one is my wife, which is, you know, sometimes people say, hey, man, you're good at selling. I'm like, bro, because you haven't met my wife. She's a beast. And, you know, she's just not beast of selling. She's like, you know, the best woman I could ever be to be, you know, mother of my child. I have two little girls and, you know, she she's the best. I, I love her so much. That's awesome, man. How does your wife handle your schedule? She knows me. I'm a worker and I always tell her, hey, grow older me because we're going to make it. And she knows that I put a lot of work in. And that's one thing I really want to improve, seeing uh, Diogo talking about his phone. That's something that, you know, Q2, if I'm home with the family, the phone is going to be out because I want to be present with the family. But she knows that I'm a worker, so she, she, she knows what she has at home. So I want to switch gears a little bit. This past couple quarters, you hit all-star both quarters, right? Yep. Did you hit franchise yet? I can't remember. We're one qu- we're one quarter away from franchise. It sounds like yes. We're gonna hit it in Q two. That's the goal. That's the goal. All right. So French or all star a couple times. What what was the the turning point for you with improving your attrition on your accounts, like your cancel rate? What was that turning point for you where you started to have really good, um, you know, sticky accounts that were getting across the finish line? Was it something that you changed where? Uh, with your account management? Was it just selling it well at the first visit? A com- Kind of a combination of all of it? Like, what was it your work schedule? Like, kind of walk us through the the key things because I think we have a lot of reps that are hovering in that five to 10 install range per quarter, but there's a difference between the rep that goes from five to 10 a quarter to 15 to 25 a quarter, right? And then there's a, there, then now you've reached the gap where 
20 is kind of your new normal. You know, that's like your floor. Like you're going to hit 20 every quarter. So, so how, what was the mentality shift from, you know, the start to where you're at now? I joke with people that, you know, I look at more of my iPad than I look at my wife. So my iPad is my life, meaning progressing my accounts. So it was a combination of my approach on the uh, presentation of in-home, but it was also progressing the accounts. How how many times a day are you looking at your iPad progressing accounts? Do you have scheduled time? Is it like something that's a distraction for you during the day, or do you have set times that you do it? I look at in the morning before I'm heading to turf, and then at at the end of the day when I'm in turf. Sunrun, we have an amazing structure. Meaning we have a lot of guys that, you know, the CX pearls, all the structure behind. The problem I see with a lot of people is that because we have a great structure, they assume that because you did the VC, everybody else is going to be progressing your accounts. At the end of the day, we forget that, you know, we're the ones getting the top dollar for that money. So it's ownership of your accounts. Right. And I also have a single customer. Line. Hey, one thing that we're doing is that we have what somebody called a CX pro. However, I am the one that match you face to face. Anything that will go to a little bit south, you contact me first. My number is ever since I was 14 years old is my number my mom calls me at. So you can call me at any time. We'll add up the CX Pro if we need to escalate things, but always reach out to me first. So it's literally taking ownership of my accounts because, um, you know, I took time on my day to meet these people. Right. So I want to make sure that I start with them in the beginning to the end because I want to be getting more referrals. Yeah. So how many referrals? Do you get a lot of referrals? Um, not really. Not why, really man. why do you think not? It's uh, it's the same problem I had in the car business in the beginning. Uh, I was always afraid to ask my customers to take a picture of me when I sold them a car. Mm. And when I start asking them for taking that picture, then I start getting a lot of referrals. So same thing with the solar. It was just the, you know, afraid to ask people for the referrals because at the end of the day, if you do a good job, it's your right to ask. Yeah. So that's something I'm always working on myself as well. So just being able to, you know, be asking for more referrals. Which I was able to do that in uh, this Q1 because I don't want to be prolonging the problem that I have. So if I know I have a problem, I want to start working on it right away. I can tell you from experience, every time I've leveled up in the company positionally with a, a different position, you have less time. And so you're now moving from sales rep where the only thing you really have to worry about is you, you know, and you obviously you're knocking with reps on the team and that kind of stuff. But now as a DM, you're going to have less time. So this is kind of a message I would say to every DM honing your referral skill is a really, really critical skill to maintaining high volume with sales as a DM, because you just don't have the same amount of time. So if you can, if you can get, you know, five to seven referrals a quarter, that's going to free up a ton of time for you to put into your reps. Right. So, so tell me, Matt, what's next for you? It's just the beginning, man. No, uh, I always say to people getting there is easy, but the hard thing is, literally maintaining so um i just want to continue to keep growing man i don't want to do the dolphin effect you know it gets high and then you go you go low so i just want it to be you know going up you know i here's a, a bit of take it for what it's worth but i always say this to newly promoted dms the worst thing you can do is feel like you accomplished something by getting promoted it should feel like we just put you in the arena now like you were in the stands you were watching the game, you were a fan of the game, and we're like, all right, now we're going to actually put you on the field in the game, and it's time to perform. And I've seen it before where we promote a new DM, and then they actually have a really rough quarter that first quarter because they're not adjusting to the new speed, where they don't have as much time 
to go out and knock. They're knocking with reps more, things like that. And it's a huge mistake to trick yourself into thinking that your personal cells are any less important now than they were a quarter ago, right? So you got to really maintain that. And I was kind of like liken it to uh, when people climb Mount Everest, there's a massive, massive hike just to get to base camp, which is like where the hike actually starts. So they have this huge hike just to get to base camp. And a lot of times when we promote new DMs, they feel like they got to the top of the mountain. And I'm always like, no, you just got to base camp, dude. Like the mountain actually is now about to start. So, so what's your mentality? I know you haven't had a ton of time to process it, but like, what's your mentality going into this DM role? I just want to bring the best out of me, man. I, you know, like you said it, I do not want to have the taste of success for me that I made it because I haven't made it anything. It's just the start. So uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to, you know, go out there, lock more doors than ever, do more than what I was doing because, uh, you know, even though that you have more responsibility, there's guys out there like you, Tiago, that have way more responsibility than I am. So, you know, you just got to make the time for it. I love it, man. Matt Gava Correa, he's got three names, and he's going to hit franchise soon, if not this quarter, and he's going to be a top DM for Sunrun, dude. I can't wait to see what you do next, man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. No worries. If you're listening to this and interested in joining our teams, DM us on Instagram at runtheleague. What are you waiting for? Run the league, shoot us a DM, and let's get going. That was a good one.